So there I was in Steam Weedle Port fishing with my alt. Now, my alt is not the best fisher there is out there. However, he is learning. And although he may not be big enough on his own to fish out in that neck of the woods, with a fishing lure, he can do so. And there was a firefin snapper pond, little school of fish that he was working on. And do you know when you aren't quite at the right level and you're using a fishing lure, you get a lot of your fish got away. You get a lot of that. Your fish got away. So I am. I'm seeing that very frequently as I'm trying to fish out the school. And while I'm there attempting this, a level 54 dwarf runs up on the dock next to me and begins fishing out my school of fish. Now, before you say anything, all right, it's not my school of fish, but it's clear. You can tell I'm fishing it. But no, this dwarf warrior comes and starts fishing out my school. And obviously he has got a higher fishing than I do because he doesn't seem to be having any trouble and he takes my school of fish. That is just wrong. Anyone who would do that is capable of anything. Anyone who would steal another person's school of fish. Because normally when you see a sc- somebody's fishing a school of fish, what do you do? What do most normal people do? You move on. You don't take their school of fish. So, Scoob on the Mandaron server, who had no guild, a shock, probably fished out all their schools, too. That's wrong, taking somebody's school of fish. Someone who does that is really just untrustworthy. That is like a ninja in disguise. But it figures that they are an alliance. It figures that alliance would steal an innocent little blood elf school of fish. Someone who does that, who steals your school of fish like that, is an underhanded, sneaky little pish. And they should be stopped before they go any further because, hey, that is just someone with absolutely no scruples at all. And you are listening to... And welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode six. Thank you for listening. Doesn't that just irk you? I, it irked me. I know my opening story wasn't about any alliance doing anything terribly bad, but I thought that was just an insult, a rude gesture to do. It irked me really, 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 really bad, as you can tell. Just really bugged me, and it should bug you. And and sadly, uh, there was not a damn thing I could do about it. There wasn't a thing. It wasn't like he was attacking. It, it wasn't anything of that nature. There was nothing I could do other than fish faster, which I really couldn't because uh, he just wasn't that good at it. So it just irked the living crap out of me, the, the sheer disregard for other players. And it seems to be Alliance. It just seems to be Alliance who do it. Maybe, yes, I'm sure there are people out there on, on Horde that we are sad to say do such things. We are we are very disappointed in you if you are one of them. Tisk, you should not do that. That's just 
Ugh. Anyway, off of that topic and on to a new one. So what is the big topic? What is the big topic? You know what it is. I know what it is. Let's just let's just dive right into it, shall we? Brewfest. And the reason that's a big topic is because it's new. That's why. Brewfest. Happening. Been happening. Going on. So what do you think? You enjoying it? You having a good time with it? I liked it for about an hour. It was fun for about an hour, and then I got bored. Actually, it wasn't terribly sought out. It had a lot of potential. Brewfest had a lot of potential, and it just seems it got lost somewhere in there. It started off, you know, the pink elephants were fun. I liked the pink elephants. Pink elephants were cool. I heard they had some glitches when it first came out. They fixed them. I didn't see the glitches. I, I just heard about them. But no, pink elephants were cool. Those little warper, tinger, who's a watts things that are that you have to catch and you get one as a pet. Those are kind of interesting. It looks like a little Frankenstein bunny, but that's okay. It's different. It's new. The real good thing they had going, which they stopped. And this is where Blizzard didn't think ahead of time. Something about Blizzard just, they, they didn't think this all the way through. The Dark Dwarves. I don't know about you, but they stopped after day two on my server. And the reason they stopped was obviously because, and I think it was more misinterpretation than deliberate. Because I saw them once. I saw the tail end of them showing up when I first came in after the patch. I didn't show up day one. I left the game alone on patch day when this opened because forget it. No, I knew it would be crazy. So I came in the next day and I caught the tail end of the Dark Dwarves. And I went, neat, cool. How do I get them? How do I hit them? What do I do? Nobody told you this. And in just listening, I heard, oh, well, you got to wave at a vendor and they toss you a mug. And when you drink the mug, you'll throw it at the dwarf. Cool. What a great idea. I loved that. Thought it was neat. And then they stopped coming. And the reason they stopped coming was because our server crashed. I'm sure many others did too. The server I was on had a small seizure and just went eh, and tightened up. And that was the end of that. Server totally hit rock bottom. And then they stopped coming altogether. I haven't seen them since. I heard rumor control had it. They had a, a patch in this the last patch they did or something. They were supposed to be fixed. I don't think they were because I still haven't seen them yet. But of course, why did the servers... Well, we all know why the servers uh, crashed. Because everyone started waving at these vendors to get the mugs. And here's where I think it wasn't deliberate. I think it was just because I would have done the same thing. Apparently, you didn't have to keep waving at them. The vendors automatically in that moment, I guess, would have thrown it to you. Automatically uh, is what I heard. That you wave at them once, they throw you a mug, you drink it, you throw it. They'll automatically throw you another one. But I don't think a lot of people knew this because I know when I tried it myself I went and I waved and they threw me a mug and I went cool and I drank it and I automatically threw it it was just an automatic reaction I took it you know you take it and you throw it and then it was out of my inventory so you know what I would have done the same thing I would have thought okay gotta wave again and get another one and then of course players who figure this out I don't know how the hell they figured this out did I miss a memo I I did not see anywhere on how to do this I I didn't read the fine print or something but players, if they figure this out, will share it if you ask, and sometimes even if you don't, and said, okay, this is how you do it, and of course, this crashed the server, and the Dark Dwarves started coming. So, what did Blizzard think would happen? What did they think would go on with this? Duh! A hundred plus people all at once throwing stuff. 
You don't think that's going to have a server issue? This was not well thought out. So that got taken away from us. And then, of course, the only thing left to do on any daily basis are your bar quests and your barrel throwing. The barrel quests, I got to admit, I kind of like. What I like about it is, <laughs> what I like about it, besides the fact that you get to throw a barrel at this little goblin's head, that's amusing. The even more amusing part is when you're riding back, when you go pick up the barrel from the little goblin halfway down the road, and it triggers, it's in your inventory, and you're halfway back almost, and the next thing you see is this barrel coming at the back of your head. That, I think, is very funny. And I gotta tell you, I was a little disappointed by the big quest reward. It's not really a quest reward. It's the the prize you can get. The 600 ticket reward. You save up 600 tickets, which by the way has been curtailed since you can't fight dark dwarves now. So you only have two sources of ticket income. And you spend 600 tickets to get a ram. Woohoo. Wow, ain't that exciting. Some people may think that is an exciting thing. I think it's stupid. 600 and then it's not even like you spend 600 tickets and they just give it to you. Oh no, you still have to buy the damn thing. A ram. Couldn't they have come up with anything else other than a ram? Are you kidding? What a dull thing. I mean, I know there are some people who have to get every single thing. That's their quest in life. It's, that's their goal in World of Warcraft. They have to get everything. Any weird holiday thing, they have to get. So they will do it. But personally, I thought the ram was really stupid. I mean, how about a pink elephant? How cool would that have been? They have the elephant, they just need to make it pink. Or come up with something else. I don't know, a ram? But I gotta admit, and I hate admitting it, but it's a fact. You know who's getting the rawest deal out of that? Out of anybody? The dwarves. Like, oh gee, thanks. And, to a lesser extent, the alliance in general. I have to say it, it eh, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But it is true. That's a raw deal. Gotta, gotta admit it when it's there. That's raw. That's no, that, that ain't right. I, I was seeing Alliance saying, well, we should be able to get a horde mount. No, because horde mounts are cooler than yours. If you're getting a stink, you know, if we're, we're stuck with a stink-ass ram. We don't have an equivalent. I'm trying to think of what would be the equivalent to their stink-ass ram, and nothing is coming up to mind. The only thing that would probably be are the big birds that the Blood Elves have, the big bright frilly birds and maybe even those are cooler than the rams you know we got our raptors we got our great the undead have those great horses and of course the wolves for the orcs oh aren't they great i'd love a wolf i would love a wolf so yeah we all got and you stick us with a ram so no in that respect i am actually surprised blizzard hasn't said oh well you guys get a wolf but no they did it across the board and i gotta admit it is kind of a raw deal for the dwarves especially considering that is their mount that is what they get and gee oh i can win one as a prize thanks so they blizz should have come up with an entirely new thing to put there i mean even a pink elephant would have been better because i know they have elephants to drain eye but they don't have a pink one if it was pink it'd be different i i would spend 600 tickets for the pink elephant but no they didn't do that so that was very disappointing because i was i started saving up my, my main started saving up her tickets and then i kind of investigated the whole ram thing and i'm like i kind of thought it was a little bit more than that and i read this and not only do you have to spend the tickets but you got to pay for it like what are you crazy for for no not for a ram so then i went and I had, actually, I, I I got the goggles. The goggles are cool. Have you seen these? Has anyone gotten the goggles? You, somebody, you had to have the goggles. They're kind of neat. I'll admit, the goggles are kind of cool. But also, if you notice now, guys, 
they are selling with these tickets rather a full yodel set okay you cannot beat the yodelness of this set it is a yodel set i love it i went and that's what i'm spending my ticket money on i'm getting a full yodel set and you know i'll put up a picture of my alt with the yodel set on he looks so adorable he looks so cute Yes, he, the little blood elf looks just so adorable in the little yodel pants outfit. I recommend you get a yodel pants outfit. You know why? Get the full set. Here's what you do. Here's my intention with this set. There's there's madness here. It's to get it and then wait for our next event, which is coming up, which is, of course, Hollow's Eve, which I cannot wait for because it's always fun. Get dressed up in my yodel outfit. Go get them stink bombs and go bomb the hell out of that one little town by Torn Mill, whose name I can't think of because it's not important enough for me to remember its name and go bomb them in the yodel pants set i recommend you do this i recommend a bunch of people go together in a group in the yodel pants outfit and do that because that would be fun either that or just go go outside of Stormwind. go outside of any goldshire whatever these towns are go outside of them in your yodel set and just stand there and dance just boogie down how cool would that be especially for undead especially undead how neat would an undead look in the yodel outfit come on awesome if you actually got a yodel outfit take a picture and send it in i'll have a whole page dedicated to those people who are not afraid to wear their yodel set i gotta admit well when i got to the yodel set i got uh the main set and of course the boots you can get slippers or boots i got boots hey <laughs> it's a male character granted he's a blood elf he needs a little something he can't have slippers no boots but i was so embarrassed to try it on i went and hid behind a rock and tried it on <laughs> that's how embarrassed i was about trying on my yodel set and i put it on and uh one of my my guild mates was around in orgamar and i went i'm like come over here i'm behind the rock and she's like why are you behind a rock you gotta see it come over here so she comes over and she agrees he looked absolutely adorable he just needs the hat i just gotta get enough tickets to get the hat and and he'll be set and i will take a picture and put it up so you can see how cute he looks and you know what i bet your characters would look cute too even in that dress i could have been really cruel and got him the dress okay i didn't i got him the the yodel pants outfit i, I could have gotten him the yodel dress but i refrained would have been really cruel to put a blood elf male in the dress that would have just been a little over the top but i was embarrassed it's a onesie has anyone noticed this the darn thing is a onesie you put it on your chest piece but it shows up like pants you can still have your pants you gotta take you gotta take the pants off but then it shows up as little shorts but it's a onesie which i thought was a little strange but there it is so take yodel pant outfit pictures please love to see your character in that and we'll put them up we'll set up a brand new board just for those for those characters who can wear yodel pants outfits darn it so yeah brew fast a bit of a bust kind of was expecting a little bit more it was fun for the first hour uh, and then I, it kind of lost its flair a little bit with me then it was kind of oh, i expected it to be a lot more i also thought you'd be able to like mix your own brew or something like that i remember reading and all the hype about this event which i haven't seen anything go down about that but you do gotta love blizzard for their little added touches and they tried i mean it was new i'm not you know 
it was cool because it was new. I was very happy about it, but it just seemed like it could have been a lot more. And of course, the Dark Dwarves were a bust, and I don't think they're coming back for the rest of the festival, which is a little sad because I really wanted to throw a mug at their head. That is a great idea! Don't just hit them, throw a mug at their head. Perfect. They didn't think that one through, though, very well, did they? So I hope you are enjoying Brewfest. Next show, we're probably going to talk about, of course, Hollow's Eve, which, well, this will be my third Hollow's Eve, I'm sure. There are many out there who, who have done this even further. They never change it, though, do they? It's always the same. When they come up with an event, it's the same event every year. You know exactly what to expect. Nothing changes. The decorations don't change. The quests don't change. Nothing changes. It's the same thing. That can be okay, but on the other hand, you almost wish they'd add a little something new to the pot just to kind of make it a little unique and, and interesting, but that doesn't happen. So that is Brewfest, and uh, for the time that it is left, although by the time uh, you download this and listen to it, it'll be over, probably. This will be old news. But it was different. We, we like different. It breaks up the, the questing schedule we have or, or rating or whatever you do. It breaks it up a little bit, so that was okay. But otherwise, a little disappointed about it. Got to admit, a little bit of disappointment on it, but oh well. I have gone on about this long enough. So we are going to take our first break, and we have a special treat for you on this one. We don't have music this time. We have something else. A couple of shows ago, I played you something from Adam 5. Did the Arathi Who bit. Well, he also did something. Now, let us think back. Before World of Warcraft, before any of the online computer games, there was Dungeons and dragons the granddaddy of them all without which world of warcraft would not exist well this is i wouldn't say a tribute but it's fun anyway just to listen to i'm gonna play it for you in two parts because it is a little long so we're gonna break it up i'm gonna play the first part now and i hope you enjoy the first part of dysfunctional dnd the big green monster is charging. I want to play a night elf. Very good, very good. You can play a night elf. I'm sure you can play a night elf, but we must be quiet now. The big green monster is charging. It's it's an orc. Uncle Peter, it's, it's an orc. An orc is charging with a battle axe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. An orc is very, very exciting. Very exciting. What, what happens next? Well, that's, that's kind of for... Uh, Kind of for you to decide, you see, because what I'm asking you is, what do you want to do? What, 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 is, what, is your, what do you want your character to do, Uncle Peter? What do I, what do I want my character to do? Oh, yes, yes. I, I draw my sick gun and I shoot him in the foot. I don't kill him. I don't want to kill him. I just want to shoot him in the foot. So I, yes, that's what I do. Now, Uncle Peter, you don't have a sick gun. We talked about this before. I thought we talked about this before. There are no cult revolvers in Dungeons and Dragons. I thought you understood that. I cannot have a six gun. No, you, 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 you don't. You don't have one. You don't have a six gun. This is a very strange game. I don't understand it. It's Dungeons and Dragons. What's not to understand? There are no. There are no sex guns in D&D. I'm sorry. Well, look, look. It's look, not I, a part I, of the rules. Oh, yes. <laughs> the rules. I looked at your encyclopedia for the rules. It's a player's handbook, Uncle Peter. It's a, it's a, it's a player's handbook. 
Not an encyclopedia. Sure, 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 sure. Listen, when you want to play a game with the family on a table, you look on the inside lid of the box that the game came from, and that's where you get the, you get the rules. You have a book there. But I looked at the book. I will tell you that I looked at the book. You know what it said? You know what it said? I'm vaguely familiar with what's written in the book. Yes, Uncle Peter. I I think I know what it said. Look here. Look, 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 look here on page four. Top of page four. More choices than even the most sophisticated computer game because you can do whatever you can imagine. Says so, right here. Look at that. They're just... Look, you, you, you didn't get very far into it, um, Uncle Peter. I mean, they're just trying to describe a vague general overview. Look on the opposite page. Look, look there. Look at the top of the opposite of page five. Uh, see what it says there? Why don't you read that to me? Read that to me. A character can try to do anything... You can imagine just as long as it fits the scene that the dim disc, d DM describes. What is the DM? Dungeon Master. Uncle Peter, Dungeon Master. Oh, and that's you! That's right, you told me that, I remember. All right, all right, well then, you describe the scene. Go ahead. I have... <laughs> I have described the scene, Uncle Peter. You're... Let's start again. You, Susie, a and Aunt Motria... Are, are in are in a in a in a corridor in a stone corridor in a dungeon and an orc is attacking. Remember, I showed you the picture of the orc. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember how fearsome that orc was, Susie. You saw the picture, yes? I want to play a night elf. Susie, you can't play a night elf. There are no night elves in D and D. C calm yourself. Calm yourself, Billy. We will try to play the game the correct way. But I still do not see why I cannot have a six gun. Look, look here. Look, look, look what this says. You know what this is? Yes, Uncle Peter. It's your character sheet. That's right. That's right. It's my character sheet. What you gave me. And look, look what it says right here at the top. Uncle Peter, writing the word Texas in front of the word Ranger doesn't mean that you get a six-gun. Well, all right, Miss, Mr. Dum, Mr. Dum, you tell me uh, what it is I have. It says right on your... You have a bow and arrow. You can, you can draw a bow and arrow and shoot the orc. You can't draw a six-gun. You can draw a bow and arrow. Ah, the bow and arrow, all right. I would think that you know by now, after so many times at the county fair that I've been to with you, how bad I am at bow and arrow, but I will give it a try. Now, uh, how do I do this again? Well, in order to determine whether you've hit the orc or not with your bow and arrow, as you know, you roll dice. That part I remember, yes, I roll dice. Uh, here we go. You roll your d20, Uncle Peter. Roll my d20, yes, here we go. Uncle Peter, you rolled all the dice you have. That's right, very clever of me, was that not? <laughs> this way, you see, I am guaranteed that I rolled my d20. I... Uncle Peter, I showed you which one it was. It's the easiest one to pick. No, listen, listen. You go right ahead, you pick out whichever number you see in front of you from these dice that uh, you believe to be the correct one, and I will abide by your dumb decision. That's, that's DM. D -D -D DM or Dungeon Master. Never mind, never mind. You rolled a three. You missed. I missed. I told you I was no good at bow and arrow. All right now. So what? Uh, what happens now? Now it's now it's Susie's turn. I want to play a night elf. Susie, you can't look, 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 Billy, 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 Billy. Is she an elf? Yes, her character is an elf. And what time is it? It's night time. There, you see, she is a night elf. Susie, you are a night elf. You are an elf at night. 
I don't see why she cannot play a night elf. She plays a night elf in uh, in her uh, in her uh, computer game. What she plays upstairs? What is that? What is it? The uh, Planet Punch Pain from the Snowstorm people? That's World of Warcraft from Blizzard, and it's an entirely different thing, Uncle Peter. You, I should say it's an entirely different thing. I've watched her play, and you know what else they have in that game? You told me so yourself. This game was based on what we're playing here. And you know what they had? They had guns. I saw them. Little short men were shooting them off at bears. It's a, it's a different game entirely, different set of rules. Let's just concentrate on what's happening in front of us now, okay? I'm a night elf. Yes, yes, Susie. You're a night elf, okay? You're a night elf. And there's an orc charging at you. What do you do? She does not happen to have a six gun herself, does she? There are no six... There are no six guns in Dungeons and Dragons. She doesn't have one. She has magic missile. Susie, you have magic missile. Oh, that's right, magic missile. Yes, of course, magic missile. You remember, Susie, you launched it once before. We try again. Yes, you you and I together. Remember the countdown? Ten, Ten nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, seven six, six, five, four, three, two, two one. one. Blast off. Wait a minute, why does she have a missile and I cannot have a six-gun? It's not an ICBM, it's a magic missile. All you gotta do is look at the pictures in the book. Susie, roll your d20. And that was part one of Dysfunctional D&D. We will pick up with that later on in this show. But for now, it is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big v, Big v, Big v, Big v. I'm uh, floating around in the Night Elf starting area, Night Elf Kindergarten as it were, where we learn to use those big ears of ours. Yeah, this is just an aside here, but the Night Elves and the Gnomes kind of got something going on. Some sim- They have some similarities. One of them is the way they stand. You let a night elf stand still long enough, and he starts doing the pee-pee dance. They do. They start kind of bouncing up and down a little bit. And like, what? Did you not go at the last exit? Come on. I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of running around out there in the starting area. And if I have to go in that damn cave one more time, (laughs) I think I'm just going to barf. How many times can I kill these spiders? How many spiders have to die for me to get to leave? I mean, okay. All right. Hey, go find this guy for me. He's been over around the spider cave. Now, okay, this is just me. But if I know there's a spider cave, I'm not going anywhere near it. Why would I want to do something like that? If you tell me, hey, there's a spider cave over there, I'm staying the hell away from it. Why? Well, it's a spider cave. But no, what uh, what did this dumbass do? He walked and he got bit. And he didn't just walk in. He didn't just kind of skirt around the outside of it and say, ooh, that looks like a scary spider cave. Look at all those spiders. No, he hiked his blue butt with his glowing eyes into the back of it. The very back. And there's a spider whose name I can't even pronounce. And he poisoned him. Okay, you know what I say? Good. Almost didn't do the quest and thought, okay, your dumbass needs to die for this. I'm not doing the quest. You think he'd be cured by how many people are, like, running back with the, the cure for him? You oh, think yeah. by now he'd be cured, but no. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I mean, I took the spider down myself. Now, that brings me to the next thing. If you're not big enough to take care of yourself in that cave, why are you going in? Have you expanded Jeez. beyond? No, I'm about to because I just had to run to the top of that damn tree. Again. And get a quest. No, the top of it. Just the, okay, This is the first time. It, please tell me I only have to do that once. Um. Maybe twice. Um, 
I've got to go fill up some vial at a moon well, whatever <laughs> yep. a moon well is. I've got to go fill up some water because, well, <laughs> I can see why. He's not hiking down to the bottom of the tree. I don't blame him. And that brings me to another thing about the night elves. All right, this is the tree. Right, you know that the sacred tree that's supposed to give them eternal life, right? I don't know if that is the actual tree. Okay, because if I were that tree, I wouldn't give them eternal life either. You know why? Because they hollowed me out and put a cafe in front. I mean, if this is supposed to be the holy tree, then why is everybody living in it? No. There's not much tree left. I don't know. Tree that looks like that where I come from, not real structurally sound. It will fall over. The holy tree, uh, I think, was out in Mount Hygel. Okay. All right. Mount Hygel. Plaguelands. Ooh. Off okay. somewhere in the side, somewhere over there. My main isn't even big enough to go in the Plaguelands yet, so I'm not even going to try it. And the other thing, just you know, back on the structurally sound thing, if you knew you had hollowed out a tree to live in, would you put your house on top of it? I mean, would you stay on top of that thing? No. You're not going to find a tarin doing that. What do the tarin do? Well, they just find big mountains and build elevators. They say, hmm, well, there's something that's just sticking up out of the ground. I think I'll build something on top of it. Two, it makes me wonder, how'd the tarin get up there anyway? Did they build the elevator first? Not real thrilled about the whole night elf thing. I mean, about the fourth, nah, fourth or fifth time that I ran back. Run to the cave, kill the spiders, run back. Run to the cave, kill the spiders, run back. Run to the back of the cave. The egg. Kill the spiders, get the egg. Run back. Not to mention, we had to gather all the stuff to make the potion for this Nimrod that's just kind of sitting out there in the woods. Oh, and by the way, I need you to run up to the top of this tree and see somebody. Okay. You get to the top of the tree. Hey, I need you to run down the, down from this tree and then go over there and, you know, bring me a glass of water. And I'm pretty sure that when I get back up to the top, he's going to want me to go somewhere else. And it's not going to be anywhere near where we're standing. Nope. It's going to be somewhere at the bottom of the tree. I, I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that our listeners out there are saying, <laughs> we made the mistake of playing Night Elves too. Yeah. I think You're everyone not... at some point has tried all classes, all the different races. Yeah. We've all been 12. We've all, we've all done a Night Elf rogue and a human paladin. Just to see. I want to heal myself in battle. I want to never die. <laughs> there can be only one. Unfortunately, there's more than one. <laughs> there's several. When I get out into the areas where other people can roam around, say the high schools, I'm going to start yelling, you see Horde is on, come and get me. Horde won't understand you. You know what? You. They won't get, get, you're right. They won't get it. They're not going to understand you, and anyone who can understand you is going to go, what? Do what? Maybe if I can see how it comes across, I can top that in. And it will come out. You know, I've always wondered about that. I think that works. I've never tried it. I've never seen it. But, you know, it will stand to reason. I usually, I, I've done that just to annoy Alliance. You know, they'll type out something. Usually it's burr. They're always cold, apparently. Like, you'll, you'll see that burr. I don't know what that means, hmm. but I'll type it back in. And I don't know if they're just seeing all gibberish from me or hmm. if I am 
communicating. Either way, it works. Either they can't understand me or I'm being like the annoying five-year-old just repeating everything back to them that they say. Well, if it works, that would totally annoy me. I'm not sure. I'm curious. If anyone out there knows, I'm really curious to see what happens if you repeat back exactly what they say. If they can understand you suddenly or if it's just gibberish. Yes, we're very uh, we're very curious here at For the Horde Radio. So I will tell you that you're almost at the end of the kindergarten training. Oh, thank God. From what you say, it sounds like you're right at the end of the kindergarten training. I can hardly wait. I will have to say, the Night Elves got a kind of interesting thing going on with the walking trees. Are you seeing the walking trees? There is somewhere that I... I'm not really sure where I did it, how I got lost there, but I was running through something somewhere and wound up in a place where there were trees that were running around that were just eating my lunch as as horde. And I, I... Gosh, I cannot remember where it is, but it was dreadful. I mean, it was really, really bad. I mean, I couldn't even corpse run. Honestly, there was one time I couldn't even find my corpse. Hopefully, I'm getting close to being out of the uh, kindergarten. I'm hoping I'm getting close to the end of that because I'm really interested to see what the Night Elf lands look like. If they're absolutely positively as disgusting as not not, not, uh, Ashenvale. Because Ashenvale just gives me a butt rash every time I'm in it. I mean, if I don't go to Ashenvale, go to Stone Town Mountains, it'll be better. I mean, even if you got to go through the Charred Vale, I'm kind of interested to see what the Night Elf lands look like. I got to uh, Darkshore once with that priest of mine. Turn around and left. What do I want to do over here with the elves? If I am not mistaken, you gotta fly over Darkshore if you're a druid. Apparently, Tauran druids and not elf druids, you know, are simpatico. You know, yes. they hang. And you fly home base for, you know, the world of druids is there. It's beyond me. But the but the flight back, dear God, it's not like you're just AFK when you get back. You're dehydrated. You're about to be logged off the server. Um, I, I, mean, I would probably bet safely that is the longest flight you could take. It would have to be. I mean, it's like you're circumnavigating the whole world there. I remember the first time I did it, I was like, holy crap. Oh, you land and you're disconnected from server. <laughs> yeah, really. You always just make sure your hearth is reset. Go see the druid trainer there right before you log off. Yeah, don't they kind of don't they hang out over in um, oh, what's the you know, boring ass zone? But the cool thing about that is there are little stargates there, and you go activate the little stargate, and this demon comes out of it. So you get to act, act like Richard Dean Anderson there. Are it's you? Cool. Uh, I was going to say, you're a female? Oh, uh, one of them. I'm curious to know if you get hit on. Not so Not far. Not so far? Wait, you will get hit on. Ah, uh, yeah. I can just see some 12-year-old. <laughs> what do you look like? I got a beard. Not really. What do you look like? Not really. I got a beard. But take them for all they're worth because they'll give you stuff. <laughs> I was getting bags and armor and guns or whatever, you know, anything. Oh, here, do you need this? Sure. Excellent. You know, I've never had I've never had to shake my money maker before, but hey, if, hey. I, if it'll get if it'll get me a bigger bag, hey, I'll drop trial for about anybody. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing we won't do for bigger bags. That's right. Bigger bags. I'll tell you, that's nothing is beyond shame for a bigger bag. Yeah. Spit wooden nickels and saying the old gray mare just ain't what she used to be for a bigger bag. So, okay, what's the biggest bag you've ever seen? The 18 slaughter. 18 slaughter, okay. And it costs, well, three gold per slot? Close. Yeah. You paid for it, didn't you? Yeah. You bought the bag. You got it. Yeah. That's I had it. to. Own up, you bought it. Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> I bought three of them. God! Not all at once. 
you got to watch for when the prices are just right and go, oh, that's I've never seen it that cheap. Mine. A hundred gold for a bag? No, no, no. Not that bad. The server that I'm playing this particular UC Horde on, I think it's Altar of Storms. It says it's got medium traffic, but ain't the starting area. Tumbleweeds, you know. It's a unique experience, isn't it? Yeah, it is. A little unsettling. There was somebody in, uh, he was Ferociosaurus. Yes, Ferociosaurus. I kept hearing him. Well, I didn't hear him. Because why would I use the whole chat thing? Yeah, seriously, that's a turd in a tuxedo, let me tell you. I think I used it once, and it was so wretched. I'm sticking with the vent. This guy gets on general. Ferociosaurus, as it were. In general chat. Can somebody help me with a quest? Now in my head, I'm thinking, oh, you mean, will you come and do my quest? Because I'm level 9. What kind of quest is, what, are you going after Hogger or something? You should be able to take him by then. Dear God. That's like saying, okay, we're not going to give you the big lined paper, we're not going to give you the big lined kindergarten paper to do your alphabet on anymore. You got to use other paper. How hard can your quest be at level nine? Okay. These are like the guys who say, who walk up to me and say, here, can I mine? Nobody answers the guy. And ostensibly because there's nobody on this server but me and him. And maybe there are a couple of other people running around. I saw a level two in a gig. I think it was Heroes of the Fall, Heroes of the Fallen, something like that. I'm like, that's almost a horde name there. You know, this is the shiny, happy side of World of Warcraft. You should be protecting something or defending it. Being virtuous. A level two? You're a level two and you're in a guild. What are you going to do? Probably somebody's alt. Could be, but still. So back to Ferociosaurus. Um, nobody answers this guy, apparently. Because he says it again, but he answers. And then he types in, anyone. Okay, now this is one of my pet peeves, because I don't have any of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just a very level fellow. If you're going to type, type the word. Okay, the, the only exception that I will allow, and well, there are a couple, really. The standard stuff. LFG, LOL, you know, stuff like that. THX, thanks. That's good because thanks is kind of all over the keyboard, and I just can't be bothered. I, and I think that's reasonable, but someone, S-U-M-1, you know, it just burns my ass like three-foot flame. I'm sorry. It just really irks me. I don't mind if you mess up spelling something. You're ten years old. You need to practice. I, I mean, I kind of put it in the same league with the characters that just jump. Just leaping around. Boing. Doing, doing, doing. It's like a bunny rabbit on speed. <laughs> and that was another exciting episode of View from the Barn with Big V. And we thank Big V for yet again delighting us with his deep insight into the world of Warcraft. You've had the situation. You know you've had the situation. There you are, fishing, questing, minding your own business. We'll use it for instance of fishing. There you are fishing, and all of a sudden, another player comes up to your pond and starts fishing too. And they start talking to you, saying, hey, you're fishing, huh? You say, yeah, woohoo. And then you start chatting. Some alliance run by. You both sneer at them, go, oh, I wish they were flagged. For those of us on PvE servers, I wish they were flagged. Hey, you know, a buddy of mine, and you start chatting. Just idle, general chit-chat. And you grow weary of fishing. Pack your pole away and go, well, nice talking to you. Catch you later. And they say, hey, do you mind if I put you on my friends list? And you say, no, go ahead. You go away. You, you log off. You go do something else. You stay away for however long, a day, 
couple days a week, whatever. You come back in. You're not even downloaded yet. You're a shadow on the ground. You don't even see yourself yet. And you see and whisper, hi, from this person. You then realize to your horror, it is a suckerfish. Yes, this person is a suckerfish and they have found you. Have you had this? In, even in a quest situation, yeah, anybody who's done any type, not just necessarily World of Warcraft, but any type where you are dealing with other people, you have had to have at some point in your online gaming career, a suckerfish find you. Suckerfish are an interesting person because they don't realize they are suckerfish. That is the first problem. They don't realize this is what they are and that they're making everyone else extremely uncomfortable. Or maybe they do. I don't know. But I don't, I honestly think genuinely they don't get it. They don't realize what they're doing. What are they doing? You may ask if you have never had a suckerfish, be thankful you have never had a suckerfish. Here's the interesting thing with suckerfishes. The first thing is they're usually very nice people, very polite, funny even, amusing good-natured, giving. They're, they're very nice in, in general. They're very nice people. This is part of the suckerfish hook. This is where it starts getting harder to just blow them off from the get-go because they're nice people. If they were a jerk, you'd have no problem whatsoever telling them where to go and ignoring them. But they're not. They're nice. Back to our example. You know, Hi, how are you? And this is what you get after you talk to them for two minutes, maybe five minutes. Usually you answer. Hi. What you doing? I'm downloading. Your character still isn't up yet. You're still looking at a shadow on the ground. You know, vendors are popping up around you and other players and stuff. You still haven't quite gotten there yet. Oh, so what you doing later? Hey, you want to go do a quest? Not especially. Oh, come on. I really need this one quest. If you could just help me, that'd be so great. Oh, you'd be my BFF. I love that. I didn't even know what that meant. Somebody actually said that to me, and I'm like, what? This is this shows my age. Uh, I, I didn't know what the heck a BFF was until I saw that AT&T commercial. I think it's AT&T. Whatever commercial that is where they're speaking in Leet, which is really cute. The little kid, you know, my BFF Jill. You know the commercial I'm talking about. That's when I found out what it meant. You have these suckerfish on you who want to do stuff. Now you are faced with a dilemma. Do you do it or not? Do you do this quest to be a nice person? Because we all know those listening to this show are nice people. You would not be listening to this show if you weren't a nice person. Usually, okay, well, not at this moment, but maybe later we can do something, okay? Maybe you do the quest, maybe you don't. Some people say don't do it. They're just going to get clingier. They're just going to attach themselves further. Sorry to say, that's usually true. So that's the one thing. The suckerfish are very nice. They're very nice people. Also, by the way, if you do do the quest with them, these are probably the most appreciative people on the planet. They are so grateful to you that you took the time out to do this. Oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all you hear. They're so grateful that you took the time for them. And they don't realize the pattern they're setting up. Because you go away and you come back and before you download it again, there they are. Hi! And it gets to the point where you don't want to log in again because of this person. There they are and there you are and they won't leave you alone. It reaches this point. And that is when you know you have a suckerfish on you. And how do you get them off? How do you get rid of a suckerfish? It ain't easy. Because, again, most of us 
especially when a person is being nice, it's real hard to pry them away, you know, to get the crowbar and beat them off of you. It gets a little tricky trying to do that. You don't want to hurt their feelings. For the most part, I think most of us don't want to intentionally, I know there are some out there who do, for the most part, we don't want to hurt deliberately someone's feelings. And you try to be kind of subtle about it. See, this is the problem. Suckerfish do not understand subtleness. They don't get it. If you try direct, blunt, if you've reached your max and try the blunt approach, you've tried the subtle approach, that's not working. You try the blunt approach after that. What do you get? Those who have had a suckerfish know what you get. You know. You tell the person straight, leave me alone. Or you tell them, look, I, I can't be spending 24-7 talking to you or running around doing your stuff. I have things, you know, I have limited time in-game, as I'm sure many players do. I only have two, maybe three hours a night, and I don't come in every night. So my time is very, very limited when I do come in. I have other things to do, as we all do. Like this podcast, for instance. <laughs> you have other things to do. No, I'm not in here. My time is limited. So when I come in, I have an itinerary. I know exactly where I'm going for the most part. I usually know where I'm going, what I'm up to, and half your time is spent traveling to get there. So I have limited time to do what I want to do. I don't want to spend it doing your stuff. So if you say all this to the person straight up, you're a very nice person, but no, we cannot spend every waking moment in game together. Okay. This is what you hear next. Oh, I'm such a terrible person. I'm so horrible. <laughs> no wonder you hate me. Oh, God. This is what you hear next. And then you feel bad. They guilt you, don't they? They, they make you feel guilty. They sit there and guilt you with this. I am a terrible person. I'm an awful friend. How horrible am I? I'm just going to crawl at a game. Then you feel bad. So if this is your first sucker fish that you have come across, you usually kind of pat them on the back and go, now they're there. I didn't mean that. I'm just saying, look, we, we, I need to do what I need to do. And you go do what you want to do. You know, we're, we're, I like you. You're okay. And then you're sucked back into the sucker fish again. They're back. They maybe do it for a day. For a day, you get blessed peace. And then they're back again. And sadly, the only way to really get rid of a suckerfish, sadly, is to blow them off. They don't get subtle. They don't get direct. Direct, you get that kind of reaction. That, oh, I'm a horrible person. So you are left with what one choice? To vanish into thin air for a while. To just go bury yourself somewhere for a week. Work on an alt, perhaps. Or just flat out totally blow them off. Because that is the only way to shake them off. And then, sadly, you unleash them upon another unsuspecting player who is there fishing. And the next thing you know, they're on that person. But what do you do with these people? And of course, they set themselves up for this vicious cycle because they are clingy. They're too clingy. They overstay their welcome is kind of the, the mild way to put it. They just overstay. You can't, you can't take them anymore. Sadly, you know, you've tried everything. You have no choice. You blow them off. And then, of course, that does hurt their self-esteem a little. And they find someone else who's willing to befriend them. And it starts all over again. And they get worse. They get even more clingy on that next person. Because they're afraid. They don't see that they're the problem. That you cannot talk to someone every day, but still be friends with them. I have friends I don't talk to for months. 
you don't speak to them for months and you catch up with them and you talk for three hours and go blah, 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 like that catch up and okay well i'll see you in another three months or whatever you know you can be friends with someone to those of you who are the sucker fish out there who are experiencing this cycle look you're not doing it intentionally we all understand this but you got to stop people are not in game solely for you people are in game for themselves pure and simple they're in game to enjoy themselves. It is a game. Cause that's the other thing sacrificial do to you too. They want to tell you all about their troubles, their problems. If you happen to be having trouble or problems, you go, ah, and that's about as far as you get before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to hear about your stuff. That's the other dead giveaway with the sucker fish. They never want to hear about, or you get halfway, here you go. You get halfway through your story and they say, oh yeah, I had something, you know, theirs is always worse. My car broke down on the side of the road. I was stranded for three hours. Oh, well, I had a car that broke down in the middle of a, a dirt tumbleweed road and I was there for 12 days without food or water. They found me barely alive. This is what you get. Their stories always must top yours, no matter what. So that are, that, those are sucker fish, and I'm not sure what encounters you have had, if any. I have had encounters, as you can tell, with sucker fish. And sadly, the only way I've found to really get rid of them is to blow them off. How sad is that, right? How awful is that of me? And then you feel bad. But you reach a point where you don't feel that bad anymore. It's just like, leave me the hell alone. God, go away. Go amuse yourself. I don't come in game just for you, okay? I don't even talk to my guildmates that much, you know? So if you have suckerfish, that is my advice to you. And you know, sad as it is, if you've tried the subtle approach, subtle approach, by the way, never works. It never works. They never pick it up. If they do, they pretend they didn't. Direct approach gets you the I'm such a horrible person speech. Only thing left for you to do is to make yourself one, like delete your character, which I'm sure you shouldn't have to do, or back off at least for a couple of days. Or B, blow them off, just completely blow them off. I know there are some people, and I'm envious in a way of these people, who get a sucker fish and don't care. They're just like, go away, ignore. Like, oh, I can't do that. I can't, I feel bad. I start feeling bad. Cause like I said, they're usually very nice people and you don't want to make someone feel bad, obviously, but unless they're alliance and you don't care if they feel bad, but yeah, you don't want in general to make people feel bad. They make you do it. They make you do these awful things. So uh, if you have a sucker fish on you presently, my sympathies. And if you'd like to write in and tell us your sucker fish story and perhaps uh, how you got rid of them, you don't need to name names or anything unless you want to. We will be happy to share your experiences with sucker fish here for everyone else who may be having this trouble because it's not an unrealistic problem and to be having, especially in such a huge game like World of Warcraft, to be having sucker fish on you. Let us know your experiences and what you did to get rid of your suckerfish. However cruel it may be, we don't care. We are going to take our second break, and we are going to continue now with the conclusion of Dysfunctional D&D. So, enjoy. Wait a minute, why does she have a missile and I cannot have a six-gun? It's not an ICBM, it's a magic missile. All you gotta do is look at the pictures in the book. Susie, roll your D20. Go ahead, Susie. You roll the D20. Where is it? Oh, t let t take it out of your mouth. You know that is not candy. <laughs> roll it on the table. There, she rolled a 20. Now, Uncle Peter, you picked that dice up before I could see the number. Susie rolled a 20. All right, she rolled a 20. She hits the orc square in the chest with her magic missile, and she does... 
Six points of damage. Six points of damage. She fired a missile at a big green man and did six points of damage. How many points does uh, how many points of damage does she have to do to uh, make it stop? Well, I I can't really tell you that, Uncle Peter. It's it's part of the rules. That, oh, that's right. That's right. We are not supposed to know anything. You are supposed to know everything. We cannot have six guns. Susie can have a missile. Well, at any rate, the orc. The orc continues to charge, and it swings its battle axe at Susie. Wait a minute, whoa, 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 The orc is charging at Susie? Well, yes, Susie was the last party member that attacked it. It's charging at Susie. No, 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 I will not have that. No big green monster man is going to charge at my niece. I'm sorry, no, I do a flying football tackle on the orc. Well, if you'd like to attempt that on your next turn, Uncle Peter, uh, that's fine, but right now, uh, you're unable to do that. I am unable to do that. I'm sorry, yes. I am just, uh, I am just to stand there while the orc, uh, charges at my niece. The orc is charging at the character, at your niece's character. It's not charging at your niece. And you've had your turn, you fired your arrow, you missed the orc. It's the orc's turn. When does Mama get to go? Just right after this. All right then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what, what happens now? The orc swings its battle axe at Susie and hits and does. Susie is unconscious on the corridor floor. She has fallen down and hit the stone. What a fun game this is, Billy. What a wonderfully fun game this is. Aunt Motria, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn now, is it? Yes, please. Hello, Mr. Orc. How are you today? I'm sorry. What, Aunt Motria, what, what are you doing? I am trying to find out why the orc is being so mean and attacking us. You told me it was a role-play game, so I am role-playing, and I think it would be good to find out why the orc is so mean and what has made him angry. Well, um, yes, Aunt Motria, the, uh, the orc isn't actually in the mood to listen to anyone, and it is very likely that he can't understand a word you're saying. What do you mean he can't understand? He doesn't speak English? Uh, no, he doesn't speak English. Uh, he only understands orc languages, and I don't believe... Uh, let me take a quick look at your character sheet. Yes, uh, I don't believe you understand or speak orc, so he's only hearing so much gibberish from you. What would you like to do? I am a cleric. I am very good at languages. Yes, but that's just one in particular that you don't happen to know just yet. You'll need to do something other than this. Or, if you'd like, you can pass along your turn. You can step back into the shadows to try to protect yourself. You can cast a healing spell. You can... Well, if I can talk to the orc, I've got nothing more to say. I step back. I did... You said it was a role-playing game. I tried to role-play. That is the wrong thing to do. I will just sit back and listen. And, and Motrio, you just... Never mind. Never mind. No, please. Whose turn is it next? Go on. Uncle Peter, uh, you said you wanted to try something? Well, he has hit my, he has hit my Susie, my niece, with an axe, and you bet, you, you bet your boots I'm going to try something. And what would that be? Well, what is, what is this orc doing now? What is this big green mean man doing now? He is holding his battle axe up in the air over, over Susie's, uh, character's body on the floor. He is holding his axe up in the air. Yes. With both hands? Yes. I'm going to tickle him. You, 
you're going to tickle him. Yes, it's very funny. I saw it. It, it, it will work wonderfully. I saw it in a Ritz Brothers movie. You will love it. He dropped the axe because I tickled him, and then I will kick him in a place that will make him not want to hurt us anymore. Papa! <laughs> I'm sorry, Mama, but this is a desperate situation. We must fight with everything we know. Uh, fine, fine. Uh, go ahead and roll your roll. No, this that this one here. This one here. Roll this one. All right, I just rolled a one. Very good. You tickle the orc. <laughs> and so, what happens next? It does drop the axe, but not in a way that you expect. It drops the axe while holding it, blade first, onto your head. And it does... Uncle Peter, your character is dead. My, my character is dead. Yes. Yes, Uncle Peter, your character is dead. Uncle Peter, we're going to have to make a new character for you. And now you're to tell me... Now, you, now you're to tell me that this is a fun game. Why? Now you're to tell me that this is a fun family activity. Why? Look at what you got Susie crying over here because my character is dead. I'm going to cry too. You know why? I watched what you did. When you wrote up a beautiful... My taxes were easier to fill out than the form that had the picture of that character, this, this ranger. Mama, where, where is that Parcheesi set we got for Christmas? Where is that? I will go downstairs and get it. Come, calm yourself, Susie. Calm yourself. It is only, it is, it is only a game. It is only a game. Don't, we, 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 will, we will figure this out. Everything will be fine. All right, look, 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 look. I'm, I'm going to go upstairs real quick. I'll, I'll create a new character for you that'll take care of works like this in no time. Everything will be fine. You just, just relax. I, 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 I've just got to leave the room for a minute, okay? I just, just got to leave the room. That's fine, Billy. You'll leave the room. We'll try and figure out how to keep Mama from being destroyed by this angry big green man. Fine, fine. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be right back. Mama, Mama, Mama. But, but, but forget the Parcheesi said. Just, uh, just sit down. We sit down. We'll have some tea. Everyone come. We don't play Parcheesi. We finish the game. Everything will be all right, Susie. Don't worry. Papa, Papa, what are you doing? I'm lifting up the paper, the squares you put down here. But that is part of the board he set up. You are not supposed to see under there. I just want to have a peek around the corner. <laughs> Calls himself a DM. What are you talking about? He does not know what he's doing. What do you mean? Have a look at this. Oh, my. I don't know what he's thinking. Right around the corner. He is pitting a party of first-level noobs against the Dreadwraith. That bastard is 104 hit points. Look at all the attack bonuses. Even if we rolled perfect numbers, it would be a total party wipe. Papa, when are you going to stop yanking his chain? I'm sorry, Mama. It's just fun to watch the veins pop out on his neck. International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. I never look at the big picture because I can't stand watching horror movies. I try to avoid sitting here thinking of what to say next. I like to make it off the cuff, spontaneous. It doesn't work. <laughs> all I want now, and all I ever really wanted ever since I was a little kid, is total omnipotence. Is that too much to ask? I could even get out on a limb of wild speculation. I know, pretty odd thing to do for this podcast. I could fit your brain in a hollow pea, I swear. That's just two clear cuts, two black and white. It's all point of view, don't you understand? It's point of view. Oh, man. Every other podcast is better than mine. <laughs> That's enough. Whining time is over. No doubt, if you were paying attention, you detected a minor tinge of paranoia. 
But this is supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to be doing this for fun. And if it means exhibiting false enthusiasm, I'm not above that. So I'm just going to apologize now and let's move on. So what specifically are you worried about, Adam? You would probably want to grab me around the neck with your arm and pull my head off. Did that make any sense? And that was the conclusion of this functional D&D by Adam5. Check him out www.anim5.com and his podcast International Detective Dragons from Outer Space very interesting cool stuff and we thank Anim for letting us use that here on For the Horde Radio we have a technical situation I'm putting out to all those technical minded people out there actually it's not really a technical situation it's just well let me tell you what what went down we here at for the horde radio had a brilliant well i don't know about brilliant but it was a good idea we had an idea on how to let people know we exist because we really can't take a commercial time or anything like that we're we're a podcast but we wanted to let people know we exist we are out there hey listen to us because we're horde and we rule damn it the idea was let's do a machinima what a weird word that is. It almost sounds like you're cursing in another language, doesn't it? Machinima. Let us do a machinima of our promo. For those of you who have not heard our promo, although if you're listening to the show, you don't really need to hear our promo, but we have a promo. It's on the website for anyone who wants to download it and play it, of course, on their podcast. <coughs> Hint. Um, we decided, hey, let's do a machinima of our promo. Put it out there because YouTube and uh, I think it's World of Warcraft Cinema. Hey, we'll, we'll reach people that way. I bought Fraps. Now, I had downloaded Fraps prior to this just to play around for, for fun. And it worked pretty well. It was kind of neat. I figured, hey, let me buy the full program so that when you look at the promo, you didn't see this giant fraps across the top of the screen, because uh, that's what happens in their demo. I buy the program. I go in to World of Warcraft to start making this. And I hit record, and I am recording three frames per second, no matter what setting I have it on. Those of you who are familiar with Fraps know you have 25 frame, uh, you have 25 frames, 30 frames, 50, 60. I tried them all. Didn't matter. Three frames per second. I went, huh, what is this about? Because this didn't happen in the demo. I send an email to Fraps, who, by the way, I would like to give excellent kudos to the Fraps technical team, because what I kind of expected was you know, I sent him an email going, hey, look, I got your demo. This didn't happen in the demo. What gives? I kind of expected an email saying, well, <laughs> too bad you bought the program. It's your problem. But no, actually, they were really good. They sent me back a very entailed email about, gee, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Here's some sites to download. Maybe your drivers are out of date. Give us, you know, try all this. If this still doesn't work, get back to us. Well, I tried everything on the list. I tried updating my drivers. I tried lowering the graphics setting to, to, to the point where I had, like, stick figures. I took everything off, the shading, the smooths. I mean, I did everything, and the damn thing still only records at three frames per second. Here is what I, in, in further investigation and from just hearing things, this is what I think may be the problem. I think, because I tried the demo prior to this latest patch, 
and I'm hearing all sorts of things with this latest patch as far as the audio situation goes. That whole talk in-game thing, which is screwing up everyone's audio cards and all this. And I'm hearing it may be the cause of why I'm only getting three frames per second. My technical question I'm putting out there to anyone is, have you had this? Have you run into this problem? If you make machinima, do you have this situation where since the patch you've tried it and you're getting the same kind of situation where it's slow? Because I can't obviously do a promo at three frames per second. It's, no, no, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's too slow. It's too glitchy. It's, eh. Anyone out there uh, run into this problem? And if you have, did you you find a way to fix it if you could let us know here at for the horde radio we would be so grateful to you we would well we would be thankful anyway i i, I was gonna say we could make a, a little shrine to you or something but that wouldn't happen so um <laughs> but any suggestions advice we will take because we have no idea I, I i have no idea how to fix this like i said fraps was extremely helpful but i think it's blizzard i don't think it's fraps i think it's blizzard because the fact is it did run on the demo and only after the pack did I have this problem? I think it's Blizzard and they're screwing with my damn video because I wanted to make a promo video and I was going to ask our listeners to like have a cameo in it, but I can't because we can't do it yet. I will keep you updated on this situation as it develops and we will let you know how this turns out. That was our little news section. Now we're going to get into a fun, we're going to get into fun stuff now. We're going to get into cool, fun things. I'm so excited. I am excited because we have a section now that is being resurrected. It has not been done since show one. And I have our friend Killbane on the lane server to thank for resurrecting this section. I am so happy. I'm so excited because it is time for Butt Cheek of the Week. Yes, we haven't had this in show one. If you haven't heard show one, well, show one kind of sucks, so don't listen to show one. But we haven't done this since. Have not had a situation where we had a butt cheek of the week. And I'm so excited Killbane sent this in. I'm going to read this out to you. This is so cool. I was helping out a fellow orc warrior, Kill Kings, level up. Kill Kings was standing by waiting for me to finish smelting some copper ore in Orgamar. This Garu character, Garu from the Wolfpack Guild, Horde side. How sad is that? This Guru character decides he wants to follow Kill Kings around. He didn't engage him in any conversation at all. He just said his tune to follow and left it that way. It was as though Kill Kings was a hunter class with a pet orc. I know, ridiculous. This went on for about 20 minutes, all the way through Orgamar and out past the South Fury River on our way to the Barrens. I suggested locking off and on again. Eventually, this Karoo creep either logged off or got kicked off. It was very childish and or aggravating to put up with this jerk. Just to think, I was invited to join this guild when I was in my low 20s. I believe I was creeped out by another weirdo like this before. Guru of the Wolfpack Guild on the lane server, you are officially our butt cheek of the week. Yes, you are a, you moron. What are you doing? What are you doing to poor Kill Kings over here? Don't put yourself up about it. They probably thought it was a laugh riot. Woohoo. Yeah. How nice. So he is our butt cheek of the week and so deserves it. And I'm so thankful to our buddy Killbane for sending that in and reviving that section of this show. We haven't had it since show one. So I am so excited. Thank you. And now we are shifting from butt cheeks to shout out. 
shout-outs. We are shifting to shout-outs, and here is why. Because within the same email from our buddy Kilbane, he, we're going to give a big shout-out to his guild. Because the last sentence of his email says, after he talks about being creeped out by this other guild, his last sentence says, that is why I am a faithful member of the Nightbreed Guild. So, huge shout-out to the Nightbreed Guild from Kilbane on the lane server. That is from him, and we thank you again, Kilbane, for sending that in. And I I am excited now because I have other stuff to read. I have emails. I am so I, I am psyched. I am so psyched. I have emails. Thank you, everyone who wrote in. Let us get to it, shall we? We have another email from our friend Arda. I'm so happy Arda's still listening. Thank you, Arda. <laughs> who writes in and says, I'm listening to your newest episode right now and just want to point out, during the killing of the high tinkerer on my server there was one maybe two alliance fighting us the rest were actually cheering us and bowing and whatnot just to add upon your not even alliance cheer gnomes for those of you who listened to episode five i had mentioned uh, in my opening story how this undercover alliance was cheering this big bully gnome beaten up on the blood elves in their little kindergarten area. And it's true. Not even alliance cheer gnomes. We are correct. Thank you, Arda, for sending that in. He also sent a link of the kill that is on YouTube. I'm going to link it. It's it's sheer chaos. I watch this. It's absolute sheer chaos. So I don't... All, all you see is this mob of horde characters. You can't even see the little gnome. But that's okay. It's still fun. It's absolute chaos. But I'm going to link it up on the website so you can check it out just to see because it's fun to watch that kind of thing. Ain't it? It's cool. So thank you so much, Arda, for sending that in. That is fabulous. And I love that not even a lion's cheer gnome. We also have, I'm so excited, we also have another shout-out. I'm thrilled. We have a shout-out from Darkogoth on the Bladefist server, who has a shout-out for Troll Sky, who is part of his guild on the Burning Legion. The guild name is Burning Legion. Big shout-out to Troll Sky. Big shout-out to the Burning Legion. And Troll Sky gets a shout-out because Darkogoth says, when I started out, he helped me with all my quests, no matter what it was or how long it was. He truly does fight for the Horde. Big shout out to you, Troll Sky. Thank you for being just a stand-up Horde player. And thank you, Dargogoth, for putting that up there. He did write it. We, well, we, you know what? We'll read it in the first part, too. Because not to say that we're blowing our own horn here. We're not. Someone else is blowing it for us. But, oh, damn it. We're going to read it. I don't care. He did start off the email, by the way, saying, I think your podcast is the best one out there, and I'm always waiting for your next one. It is always a relief knowing that someone out there really does see all the travesties going on with the stupid ass alliance yes we do we too see the travesties we see it and we point it out because it deserves to be pointed out thank you so much for writing in and for your shout out we have another email from steve caesar on the moonrunner server who says love your show I listen to it while I'm on WoW. You're so right about some Alliance players. Your show is the best. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Steve Caesar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We, we love this. We just love it. Yes, I know. I'm reading out all these, like, these praises and stuff. That's only because these are the only emails I'm getting. If you disagree, by the way, by any means, please send that in. If you disagree, hey, send it and say, hey, you know what? I hate your show. And by association, I hate you. Go ahead. Now, I can't promise we're going to be kind to you, but we're not going to stand here going, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending that. 
that in, but we will read it and we will have a nice debate about what you had to say. Anyway, thank you so much for writing that in. We also, I have to give kudos out to an email we got from Sauron on the Vosh server who did, thank you so much, he sent in uh, a little technical help here on my ampersand problem that we were having with iTunes, which if you remember from show five, I went on at length about. So he sent it in and was very helpful, sent in all this technical information on how to correct the problem. Thank you so much, Soran, for sending that in. Really appreciate it. I never turn away technical help. Are you kidding me? I love technical help. I need all the help I can get. Obviously, you can hear. So thank you to everyone who sent in an email this time around. We are thrilled. We keep them coming, please. If you want to email us, it is fthradio at gmail.com. And you want a shout out? You want to call out? You want to nominate someone for the butt cheek of the week? We will be so happy to put that up there for you. Thank you all for sending that in. Well, that about wraps up this week's show. Thank you all for listening to show six, episode six. And please tune in in another two weeks for another skin itching, eye watering, hair curling episode of Level 9 Blood Elf in Toldressel. Blood Elf? No, that would be a not elf. (laughs) You've been waiting for that, hadn't you? Yes, I've been waiting. (laughs) And I've been so good. I've been so good. That wasn't deliberate, was it? It was not. No, (laughs) that was a total, uh, that was a total um, screw up right there. It's a Freudian thing, I guess. Um, Well, you play Horde, so you're used to seeing the Blood Elves. Yeah, I am. That's what and, it is. And really, only one sex of Blood Elves. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> we'll just leave that alone. Blood Elves, they're like animals. Just mix and match. And we'll have a page. Don't... don't... Oh, and they're Murlocs. Let's not forget you got You've got to have Murlocs. <laughs> That is good. Well, you know, it's a gift. Uh, it is. It is a gift. Yeah. It scares the hell out of neighbors, let me tell you that. You hide in the bushes and go, Mwah! Yeah. You know, you just watch them run. It's great. You know, It's like you feared them or something, you know? It's like, damn, I didn't know you can move that fast. Cool. Teach you to get in my parking place again.